Welcome to another episode of Equity Street, where we provide the roadmap to property wealth. We're answering the questions of real estate investors across the country. And of course, I am joined by one of Australia's leading property experts, Matthew Bauer, to answer your questions. So let's get straight on into it. All right. This question comes from Wayne and Donna, and they've said, will the upcoming federal election affect the Australian property market? Yeah, good question, Wayne and Donna. And uh, I think this is one of many on, on everyone's lips, as it tends to be every time an election comes around. There's uh, promises from both sides of, of the political landscape as to what they will and won't do uh, with regards to negative gearing or property affordability uh, or anything of that nature. I, uh, look, I, I think there will be an effect for certain people, as there, there always is. And one of those... I guess is going to further support pricing and and uh, increases in availability across certain segments, but particularly when they're making promises around which they already have been doing the extension of the the first home buyer's deposit scheme and um, I guess increasing the threshold of qualification for that. So uh, the intention is there, I guess, the, from a political standpoint to try and get more first home buyers and owner occupiers uh, into the market. Um, but in some respects, I think it'll have the adverse effect and, and continue to sort of push prices higher. And whether it has the desired uh, outcome in, in terms of uh, affordability, uh, being uh, more accessible to a greater number of people, that will remain to be seen. But in, in terms of an investing landscape, look, I, I think it's business as usual, to be quite honest. The, the conversations of, of uh, past election campaigns around abolishing negative gearing or you know, imposing capital gains uh, tax on, on, on certain homeowners or, or the sale of certain properties is, it seems to be well and truly on the, on the back burner for the time being. So I think they've got far greater um, uh, motivations from an election point of view to, to be worrying about that. So, yeah, look, uh, I, I think, you know, prices will still be maintained because there's an effort to try and get more people um, into the market. So because of those incentives, but election per se, no, I can't see too much changing at this stage. And Matt, would I be right in saying that unlike 2019, obviously, if we cast that memory back, which was a very property dominated election in terms of policy focused, there's not really any of that at the, in this election, is there? So both sort of parties have agreed to leave it where it's at. Therefore, as you mentioned, sort of business as usual. Yeah, I think so. That's that's right. It was it was used as a as a uh, an election vote winning tool, uh, albeit a fairly shallow promise last time around from an election point of view, and it was uh, you know pretty quickly uh, scrapped as even a campaign item at, at that particular stage. But uh, it'd be a, a brave political party at this point in time to start messing with uh, any elements that uh, property investors providing uh, an increased pool of available properties for rent, uh, particularly in the environment where we've got, uh, you know, um, record low vacancies in, in a lot of major centres across the country. Mm. There you go, Wayne and Donna. Very, very thank you. Yep, we'll cut that bit out. Cool. <laughs> 